New analysis suggesting that the liberal climate plan, climate plan, pardon me, could meet Canada's greenhouse gas emissions targets for the first time before the end of this decade. The study by Clean Prosperity published today. It's going to give some heft to the Prime Minister's credentials as he heads to those planned climate discussions at the upcoming G20 summit and the United Nations COP26 meeting. Trudeau now en route to Europe to attend those summits. Here's Mike LeCouture with a preview of what's going to happen as the Prime Minister heads to those meetings. Before the election, Canada was on track to fall short of hitting emissions targets, but environmental advocates are expressing new optimism. Not just because all Canadian political parties are on board, but also because of an accountability mechanism that is now enshrined in law. At the same time, the Green Party of Ontario today releasing its costed climate plan, which will be the foundation for that party's platform in the upcoming provincial election, which happens June 2nd of next year. It's a $65 billion plan. It becomes cost neutral by 2026, but it does rely on $20 billion. 20 billion from the feds to talk more about it i'm pleased to welcome to the program mike schreiner the leader of the ontario green party hi mike hi alan's pleasure to join you today let's uh let's begin with your expectations before we get to your plan your expectations out of the united nations meeting well i mean we all for the livability uh of our future uh need to hope that international leaders can agree to more ambitious climate action because the bottom line is is the promises and the actions we've seen from countries around the world are insufficient at this point uh, and that's exactly why the Ontario Greens released our plan today because we want the Prime Minister to know that Canada's largest province is ready to act on the climate crisis and we are ready to help Canada be a leader in building a green economy that creates new new and better jobs for people uh, before you get to the details of your plan which it does come as a bit of a, with a bit of a sticker shock for uh, consumers I, a lot of the criticism that I hear when I open up the phone lines and we talk about this kind of thing is why is it that we are bending ourselves over backwards when we are not the big emitters it's China it's Brazil it's uh, India it's the United States and without those countries on board the rest of us are just whistling Dixie well, and it, our plan really is designed to say the IPCC says, and you've got the International Panel on Climate Change says, here is what each country can emit between now and the end of the century in terms of their fair share contribution. So that is how our plan is designed. This is Ontario's fair share. We expect other countries to do their fair share as well. But I think in Ontario's case, we are so well positioned to be a global leader in the green economy. Uh, elect I think of electric battery storage. I think of, of electric transportation. I think of um, the ability to uh, advance biomaterials, for example. These are industries that are growing globally. This is where emerging markets are. And this is how Ontario can create new businesses generate new careers and better jobs for people if we have the political will and we make the investments to make it happen. We're speaking with Mike Schreiner, the leader of the Ontario Green Party. Part of your plan today would uh, see the highest maxed out carbon tax in the country. That I, I understand that uh, what you're proposing also sees a rebate coming back at tax time, but on the front end, it's going to be a lot more money to gas up. And is that not politically unpalatable? 
while international uh, oil and gas markets are already making filling your car up with gas pretty unaffordable, which is exactly why we need a rapid transition to electric transportation generated from power produced right here in Ontario. Clean power, electrified transportation is the solution to rising costs at the pump. We know economists have demonstrated conclusively that the lowest cost, most efficient and effective way to drive down climate pollution is putting a price on pollution. We rebate that money back to households. So low and middle income families receive more back than they're gonna pay in carbon pricing. And they can invest those savings and lowering their carbon footprint, increasing their financial benefits. We think that's a winner for people. Uh, what would you have the? Well, obviously you're running to to run the place. You're you, nobody runs for for an election to to not be in charge. But if you had your way, what would the Ontario government do with electric vehicles in terms of rebates? Well, we're proposing a fee bait program that's revenue and cost neutral. That essentially says if you you know buy a gas powered vehicle, um, there would be a surcharge on that that would apply directly to the equivalent uh, electric vehicle to make them cost comparable for people because we have to rapidly make electric vehicles affordable for people. This can't be just electric vehicles can't be just something that you know upper middle income folks can afford. We need to make sure everybody can afford an electric vehicle if they need one. And just as importantly, and I would even argue more importantly is we need to rapidly expand electrified public transportation so more people can get around in a more affordable and efficient way through public transit. Mike, uh, congratulations on uh, the new party platform. Uh, Thanks again for joining me today. Please be well. Hey, my pleasure, Alan, anytime. And thanks for taking on this important issue. That is Mike Schreiner, who is the leader of the Ontario Green Party.